Hello and welcome to Drink Discussion. I'm Kieran. And I'm Jason. Do you hear that, Jason? You know what that sound is? I'm a father. No, that was the sound of the new theme music that you've edited in before that I wrote, but yes, you are a father. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, uh, look, I, I, I was really excited about those sweet jazzy tones I'd laid down, but uh, I guess, you know, babies are cool too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure whoever's listening has enjoyed the new, the new opening theme song. Yes, uh, and there's I, more tunes to come. I, I can't remember. I can't remember what I named it, but I gave all the little musical interludes a drink-based name. I didn't actually notice. Oh my god! If I was, was so excited to hear them, and I was sharing them with somebody I work with as a, like a sort of like an extra ear to see what they thought, yeah. and they really enjoyed them. And I just didn't even realize the names. Oh no, they have like one of them is like called uh, "Pour Me Another." One's called uh, the the one that I wrote for the end is called I think like last drinks or bars closed or something like that. Yeah, it, it's just something so that the file has a name. Well, that's <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, bars closed. Bars closed. That's great. What what are the others called? I could use a drink. Okay, yeah. Pour yep. me another. Or time, uh, time for, for the, the last round. There yeah, we yeah, go. That's it. Yeah, sort of like that Cheers song. It's closing time. Yeah, I, I, that yeah, it's called closing time by oh, who's that by? I should really know this, but I don't. No, I used to use it when I worked in retail. I'd put it, I'd put the music on it at about three minutes to five on right. the weekend, and in closing time would come on, and that would force people to get out the door. It actually worked. People would start heading to the counter. It was great. No, that, that's I'm I'm quite pleasantly surprised that that is the case. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm glad people respect a song that is very influential like that. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if I could use that at like parties. And she's like, hey, look, it's 10 p.m. and I'd like to go to bed. So I'm going to put <laughs> this on. It's get the fuck out time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please probably leave my party by 10 p.m. That, that's that's exactly <laughs> what I want. I don't think I've ever left your place at 10 p.m. when there's a party, though. Every no. other time. Every time I think the earliest I've left is midnight. The yeah, latest no, we, is probably about two. We tend to go hard. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Teddy doesn't always like that, but... Uh, He's a dog and he loves it. Everyone loves a dog at a party. Everyone loves a dog. Actually, everyone loves a dog at a party as long as like the dog belongs to the house that the party's in. Yes. If I like just show up with my dog at a party, I'm the asshole. Yes. Right? You know, you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, shall we get on to today's drinks? Yes, we shall. So today we're doing something a little bit different. So we did two beer sessions. We did a, a wine session, which ran a bit long. Yep. Today, spirits. Ooh, all right. Let's We've done the full BWS. Uh, and BWS, if you want to sponsor us, that would be great. Yeah, I, I'd be more than happy to wear the sponsorship on me and I'll stand out the front of your liquor store. Like, yeah, yeah. meet Jason from Drink Discussion. Yeah, that's and, right. And talk to him about what you've just bought. Yeah. yeah, and I'll be that guy with the microphone that tells you what specials are going on as well. Oh, like a like oh, nice a spruker kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, and also if there are other liquor stores out there listening, yeah, feel, we we are happy to take your sponsor. In fact, we're happy to take all liquor stores at once, and basically you can compete. Yeah, so like you know, it's the market economy, baby. The liquor store wars. I think I think it's probably going to have more casualties than World War Two and Vietnam combined. But you know, oh gosh, yeah, that's enough. Many will die. <laughs> oh no, but it was a sacrifice that was worth it. Um, so yeah, today we we've got uh three drinks which I've done no research on. Uh, I kind of like it. We're just kind of going in. Going in blind. Yeah. And I haven't even seen the cans, so I'm actually really excited to see the cans. Well, look, here we have just pink gin soda. So I'm assuming that it's a pink gin. Now, what I can tell you about this can is I picked it because it was white and it said just pink gin soda on it. I I just sort of thought, oh, I haven't had this. And I kind of, oh, I know from previous experiences with you that you're uh, not the most experienced with gin. No, I'm not. I've only had one gin here at your place, and I then started choking because I swallowed a piece of the lime. Lime is not an inhalant. Oh, I've been yeah. doing fruit and vegetable wrong. But, but look, here's the thing. Uh, it's uh, it's low calorie. Oh. There are no carbs. No carbs at all? No sugar. What? And it's gluten-free. Oh, wait, it's gin. So, of course, yeah. it's not going to have carbs and... Oh, but you could imagine sugar in like a premix. Oh yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This okay. is in a, this is in a can. Okay. Um, uh, and it's berry flavored. One point one standard, four point two percent alcohol. Shall we crack this? Crack it open. Crisp crack. That's Ooh. always nice. I do like nice a crisp loud. crack. Yeah. Pour it. 
No, wow, it, that is pink. It well, it, to me, it looks sort of like a, a weak cordial. It's the cordial that we used to have at home because I got a feeling that we didn't have the biggest cordial budget at home. Oh, you know, like a, a Coddy's cordial where you didn't quite pour enough premix in there. Yeah, something like that. Um, definitely you're trying to make the bottle last or you know it's a public holiday and you can't get to the shops back when shops used to actually be closed on public holidays. Yeah, now they're open and it doesn't really matter anyway. Oh, smell that, smell that. Mm. Wow. That is a strong berry. I'm sorry, but that smells like medicine. You could take a spirit as medicine. Uh, well, I mean, alcohol is a thing that kills bacteria. Yeah, like, well, yeah, I mean, they use it in hospitals. Like, why not? Look, if you if someone was going to operate on you, would you rather they dip their scalpel in this or like Coke? Well, we did discuss that last time, didn't we? Whether we'd rather have the scalpel dipped in beer or just not sanitized at all. Oh, so I think I'd still beer. pick the alcohol. I, 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 but I, I would choose this over beer. Oh yes, one hundred percent. Anyway, let's have a drink. Wow. That is, um, it's, uh, fruity. That's, I'm going to try another one. On. It, it kind of reminds me of, like, the cheap show bag lollies. Yeah, like, I, those, no. those little round ones that you get in the little cellophane yeah. with the twisty To be things. honest with you, I don't actually get a lot of taste out of that. Mm. I'm not getting, but I feel like it's just slightly flavoured sparkling water. Yes, and I, I feel like there is an alcohol in there. If there is, it's... It's hiding very well. <laughs> There's an alcohol. There's just the one molecule hanging out waiting for, oh, I'm going to get these guys so buzzed. The the one alcohol is, of course, very excited well, to be there. It is made in Australia. Hawthorne East in Victoria. Ah, uh, Victoria. Give us back the Grand Prix. Um, Ooh, still hurting, is it? You know, I actually went to one when I was like five. I remember it being very loud. That's all I really remember. <laughs> That's uh, right. We get 10 cents on the can. So yeah. Victoria doesn't. Suck it, Victoria. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's quite... Look, it's not bad. No. I think the danger with this, it's just a bit too drinkable. You could probably go through four or five cans of these sitting down. Oh, easily. And then stand up and go, oh, Ooh, fuck. Fuck. In saying that, though, even though you could go through a couple of cans having it, honestly, it doesn't have that much of a taste. It doesn't leave the greatest taste for me. Like, I'm going to finish this because I I'm not, not going to waste it. To me, there's just not... I don't even really taste the berry. I think you, what you first said when it tastes like those very weak lollies from the showground that just get yeah. chucked in there. That's yeah. sort of what it tastes so, like. Something's going to give the bag weight before you realise you've bought $20 worth of shit. Yes. Yeah. So that's why I go for the. But the hey, at least bags. this has alcohol in it. That's a bonus. Yeah, we don't get the alcohol ones from the shows. <gasps> Maybe they should do a show bag with alcohol. Well, I knew, I do know there was an event. Actually, it might have already happened called Whiskey Live, where Ooh, it's just all. I think that whiskey. has. Yeah, I signed on to their mailing list because I intended to buy tickets, and I never have. But one day I will. Perhaps Whiskey Live would like to sponsor us one day, but uh, that's up to them. Yeah, that is up to them. You, you're putting some very interesting faces. They're, it's really not selling it on me. It does. It tastes like flat lollies in water, sparkling water. And I don't like sparkling water. I feel like the smell is stronger than the taste. I always find that a bit oh, odd. Oh, yeah, I 100% agree. You, the smell you, is there more than the taste is. You would almost assume that um, the smell is going to be lesser. Yeah. You know, the taste is a more powerful sense. But, yeah, I'm getting so much water and so much fizz for this. Now, I don't have to roll the can, did I? No. No, no nothing no, like it, that. it literally just says just pink gin soda. Okay. It's more soda than gin. And some kind of berry flavour. Oh, look, it's... It really is just a drink. Yeah. Look, Play um, on words there with the can. Uh, I, I feel like just grabbing one of my gins off my bar shelf over there, I could probably make a... Uh, more flavorful drink. I would 100% agree there'd be more flavor in, in your gin, in your wonderful liquor cabinet over there, which has spilled onto the floor. Hey, well, yes. Because you've got no room. I've got no, I've, I've run out of, I'm not drinking fast enough. But hey, look. How dare you? It's, it's school holidays. So. Yes. But whilst on the topic of drinking, for those listening, we still recommend, we still say, not recommend, we say drink responsibly. Well, I think we, I think we should recommend it too. Like, you know, we're not, we're not going to recommend irresponsible drinking. No, we're definitely not. But drink responsible. Yeah. Know your limits. Yeah. Exactly. Don't be, don't be one of those people who does the wrong thing. I, yeah. I feel like that's as vague and as forward as I can be. The wrong Before girls. I start being hypocritical, because we've all done the wrong thing. Yeah. And look, I've never drink drove, but I've certainly had too many. At some point. So. Yes. So I, I would agree. If someone's listening and thinking about, oh, how do I do responsible drinking? 
I want you to just think of that scene from Hot Fuzz that just says, for the greater good. Oh, okay. But without, you're not going to kill anyone. I just, just that line, for the greater good, you drink responsibly. I was going to say, if you want to drink responsibly, drink while you're doing something else. Like, for instance, hosting a podcast. Because then you're focusing on the podcast. Hey, uh, we're already doing that. Oh, look, look, look that's there a great we go. But uh, you shouldn't start a podcast because we're already doing this concept. So, yeah, so no one else is uh, uh, and, and I'm sure no one else anywhere on earth is doing a drink-based discussion podcast. Of course not. Uh, certainly not in South Australia. No. That we've heard of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We haven't heard any of anybody yet. Now, um, speaking of anybody being a person... We need to talk about new things. Now, there is something very new that we need to discuss. Yeah. It's the uh, Nintendo Switch I got my wife. <laughs> you got <laughs> Now, you thought I was talking about your daughter, but no. Yeah, no. No, I got my wife a Switch for her birthday. Nice. Yeah. And is she enjoying it? Uh, she is. She's very much into Animal Crossing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I think it's a very cute game. I don't think I quite have the patience to play it myself. Oh, yeah. No, I, I would agree on that sentiment. I don't have the patience for it, but I can see why people enjoy it. I, I, I had a look, and I had, like, a look around at Little Island. I really... I see the appeal. Yeah. Not really my style. I have been playing Super Mario Odyssey. I know yeah. it's, like, a, an old game by now, but uh, I do enjoy that the fact that, uh, like... Firstly, Mario's consciousness it seems to exist within his hat, because when he throws his hat onto something... He, his body disappears, but you gain control over that object. So the hat embodies Mario's consciousness, but he can take it off while still remaining in his body. Anything that Mario becomes gains his moustache. So at one point I was a T-Rex, like a full-on T-Rex with a Mario moustache. So, but that begs the question of when Mario takes off his hat and Mario disappears, how does Mario then reform? Does the hat have to come off as something else and he... Materializes well, kind of, well when 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 you leave the thing, you kind of like jump out of. So he's possessing. Well, he sort of is, but like his original body sort of like disappears into nothing. Like, um, have you seen the anime series Attack on Titan? No. Okay. Well, I'm not going to give away any spoilers because I really think you should watch it. Or if you're trying to give me. Well, An example, I, I what a... about like Yu-Gi-Oh? Where he's got I, the... I've never seen Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, okay. That's it, podcast over guys, see you later. Um, no, <laughs> well, I, can give you, I can give you like talk about Titan and I'd only be spoiling the first little bit of the first season. Mm. There's, it gets much, much in more intense out of that. But basically, uh, Titans being these giant humanoids which have nothing but violence, rage and the urge to eat people exist, but some people can transform into them. Ooh. But when they do, as they transform their body is sort of enveloped by this larger being. Yep. Uh, and um, you can, they sort of exist at that like little n- notch at the where your like neck meets your uh, back. I feel like this is going down the lines of mat- the Matrix, you know, where he's got the connection yeah, yeah. Well, in it's, the back. It's, where that, it's kind of where that connection is. That's where the person is, but this giant body forms around that and there's Ooh. like sort of meat, um, I guess, cords connecting to the body. Anyway, uh, they can like pull themselves out of that so mario i believe is a titan and can you know oh but some kind of possession based titan rather than someone who just becomes a violent giant version of themselves a violent mario could you imagine that (laughs) yahoo (laughs) my children i mean he's already like jumping on turtles if you saw someone jumping on turtles in real life you would probably beat the shit out of them oh at a minimum the very least depending on like you know if you saw like Someone, you know, a massive bodybuilder doing it. You'd maybe call the cops instead. You yeah, know, you'd, yeah. You'd, you'd be like, ah, I can do this from a distance. You, you got to pick your battles. Zero. It's a good game. Also, uh, we've been playing Overcooked. Have you ever played Overcooked? No. So Overcooked is a cooperative game where you sort of work in a restaurant, but you don't all like. There's like a little space between like the two halves of yeah. the kitchen. Let's say on my side, I've got like the cutting boards. But they've got like the pans and they've got the ingredients. So they have to pass the ingredients to me. I have to cut it up, pass it back. Right. They, they, you know, fry it up. They pass it back to me. I put it on a plate and put it on the thing that takes out to the customers. It's a very intense game, but it's a lot of fun. I feel like, what was that game called again? Overcook. Overcook. And what's that other one that your wife has got that you got? Uh, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing and Overcook. I feel like you're just telling me about games when you remember when Facebook had like Farmville and like the cooking little cooking things. That's sort of how I imagine well, them it, running. It's like that. I guess 
I can see how it's like that. Maybe Farmville and uh, Animal Crossing share some similarities, but yeah. uh, Overcooked is its own thing. And I just remembered it's actually Overcooked 2. Oh, well. <laughs> I, I haven't played one, but I don't think you really need to know one to understand it. Yeah. But we might play a little bit after the podcast. Oh, there you go. My wife's gone to her parents for dinner and I'm going to order a pizza. Oh, there you go. Um, Actually, talking of games yep i used to work with someone it just made me think when we're talking about farmville mm. used to work with somebody and he was an american yep. and he was working here on a visa and he was telling me that apparently his mum was so hooked on farmville and making sure that her crops were clean and collecting the money and upgrading everything that she would purposefully get up at 4 a.m in the morning when the timer ran out for when she needed to farm the next harvest so she could plant the next seeds as if it was real life wow. he's like oh my god he's he couldn't believe that his mum would get up at 4 a.m each morning to harvest an online game and then she'd do it and then go back to sleep oh well, i mean i can absolutely believe that because now i'm going up this might be a rumor this might be true but there were these two guys in my high school whose names i can't remember yeah I'm not just I, I honestly can't remember their names but apparently they shared a World of Warcraft account and they would play WoW. One of them would basically sleep in the bed in this bedroom. The other one would be on the computer playing and yep. then they'd just switch. What? One of them would go and sleep in the bed and the other one would keep playing on that account. And they would just like... They had this character that they just both played and they would... Oh my God. I can, I can remember when like WoW was like a new thing. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with WoW. There's nothing wrong with Farmville. Yeah. There is, however, maybe something wrong with you if you are dedicating your entire life and sleep cycles to actually play that to, game. There, there's, there's, there's there's things worth getting up early for. Yeah, and uh, there's times of wrecking your sleep cycle by like staying up on a Saturday night, or you know, sometimes during the week you push yourself to hmm. play that game for a couple of hours longer because everyone's online. You're like, I don't want to get off now. Oh yeah, yeah. But if you are basing your life around it, I think that. that Maybe professional mental health help is a good thing for mm. you. Um, uh, or, you know, sometimes it's good to just lock off and get out into the real world and have a drink. Just for, yeah, a couple yeah. of hours and listen to drink discussion while you're at it. Or, or, or try if, the drinks we've Or tried. if you are just set on being addicted to your video games, listen to us. Yeah, while you're playing. I mean, who needs the beautifully orchestrated uh, soundtrack to Skyrim when you can have two guys just talking at you? Exactly. Yeah. Shall we move on to the next drink? We shall. So this one has a whale on it. All right. And now, did you see the whale down south? The one that's given birth? No. There's a whale and it's cub down like uh, Christie's Beach. No. Oh, I don't get that it, far. Um, apparently, it's sort of usually the uh, whales in South Australia give birth and they have their whale cubs or pups. One of the two. They have them around Victor Harbour, but this is up in Christie's. Wow. Uh, apparently, it's like 80 metres from like the shore. The shore. Yeah. That's incredibly no, close. I've seen some photos and it looks in incredible. Wow. Yeah, amazing creatures. Anyway, this, this can, which brought us there, is a... Uh, Good Tides, Hard Seltzer, Sparkling Water, and Vodka Raspberry. Now, after reading that and considering the drink that we've just had, I am now super worried that this is just like, well, this is 0.1% more alcoholic. <laughs> this might just be literally the same shit in a different can. <laughs> might just literally be sparkling water, but not pink. Well, look, it's raspberry flavoured. If yeah. it's not pink, I will be disappointed. There you oh, go. Well, I mean, it's in a can. We can't tell what color it's going to be. No, that's right. It could be red. It could be orange, like the can, or it could be blue, like the whale. Like the whale. I mean, uh, look, I haven't read through it. Let me see if there's bits of real whale. Just give me a second. Real whale. Real whale. Real whale. Real whale. Whale. <laughs> whale. No, there's no whale. <laughs> there's no whale. That's a good thing because I, I don't really want to be drinking whale. I've always been interested in whale meat. I don't eat seafood because it makes me throw up. But whales whales are a mammal, right? They're not a fish. They're a yeah, mammal. Yeah, they're, they're a mammal and right. they were harvested for their blubber. Y yes. So, like, whales, not knowing anything about their taste and only having ever been to Japan on stopovers for flights, not yeah. ever properly going, I kind of think, like, surely whale would taste like beef or like, like a, a land animal, right? Because it is a mammal. But uh, at the same time, 
the way that they kill whales is just horrific and I, I'm not going to do it. No, and I don't think that whales should be eaten anyway. But it, it, just because they shouldn't be eaten doesn't mean I'm not interested. Oh, yeah, we're all interested you can, you can in be... trying something, but you're like, I'm not really going to, but... It's kind of like, a, you know, cannibalism. It's like, you know, would you? No. Like, would I eat another human being? But I'm curious no. to know. But like, I've heard we taste like pork, and like, that's one of my favourite meats. So, like... Cured human arm. See, something I feel Strasburg weird about eating arm. the arm. I, I want to, like, pork belly is good. Maybe human belly is good. What about thigh? Nice, thick, juicy thigh. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. How about I just pour this drink and uh, <laughs> we move away from we, the big juicy on. thigh? Hey, look, why don't we leave space for another musical interlude? Now that's what I call music. Oh, and I say that because I kind of wrote it myself. Anyway, yeah. here is the Good Tides uh, sparkling water and vodka raspberry. Let's have a listen to the crack. Now, I gotta say, like, I never crack cans as good as I do on this microphone. Yeah, like you really like put the effort into it. Well, it's more like, um, oh wow, that's surprisingly clear. It is now, clear. When, when I'm cracking, I told you it's sparkling water. <laughs> yeah, but it's raspberry flavored. What, like, when you think raspberry, what color do you think? Raspberry, like a strawberry. Well, that they're, they're two different berries, Jason. Well, the similar color. Uh, uh, true. Um, what do they do, mulberry drinks? I don't think I've ever had a mulberry. You've never had a mulberry? No. Oh, we used but to I've, I've heard of the uh, the place, Mulberry Wodonga. No, I've never heard that. But no, 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 that's Mulberry Wodonga. I'm just mulberries. They they grow on a huge tree. I've got a friend who lives in um, in a suburb near here, and he has a huge mulberry tree at the front. And you can just stand there and pull the mulberries off, and you can get different. Um, they need to go the darker, sort of like purple color right. when they're ripe. If you eat them too green, they just they're like rubber. Yeah. But I used to live in outback Queensland and there was a per- somebody who lived behind me who I was friends with who had about five mulberry trees and they were easily 20 foot tall. They were humongous. I mean, you used to just climb and you just sit there and eat mulberries all day. So I would like a mulberry vodka, please. Well, uh, liquor makers of the world... Oh, I was stifling a birthday. Liquor makers of the world, you've heard it. Jason wants his mulberry v- vodka. Yep. Um, what about a gin? Would you have that? I'd have gin. What, what about, actually, mulberry could be a liqueur, you know, a, specific, a, a mulberry alcohol. Rather Ooh, like those liqueur flavor. chocolates. Sort of. Yeah. Look, we'll, go, we'll have a liqueur episode later so you can properly understand. Ooh, what it is. Yeah. I feel like you don't understand spirits that well. Uh, I don't. <laughs> cool <laughs> beans. Well, how about we drink this one? I know one. what different ones are. Yeah. All right. Oh, strong smell. Okay. Let's hope it's not a weak taste like the last one. Weak taste. Weak taste, yeah. It's it's, wow. it's just weak taste. I, 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 I am regretting going like, hey, all these cans are kind of white. Let's get all the white cans. It can be a theme. Hey. White is not a theme. No, it's not. It's sort of, it's a blank canvas for whatever you would like it to be in the canvas of life. Look, once again, this is very drinkable. Mm. Um, and I will say like, is it a different flavor from the first one? Sort of. Yeah, I agree. This doesn't taste as much like medicine. I could drink this easier than I could the previous one. I feel like if you mix the two together, you wouldn't notice. No, you wouldn't. There's only 85 calories per can. So we're, oh. spl- we're splitting this. So we're getting 42.5 calories each. So I should order that pizza or not? Uh, you should order that pizza because you can have as many calories as you like. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, I'm sure my family history of heart disease will be fine with that. Yeah, no, let's maybe don't do that then. No, I'm still going to order the pizza. Oh, you're still going to order the pizza? Uh, I mean, I have to eat. Ah, so it's made. This is made in Australia. Yep. By Asahi Premium Beverages. Ah, the guys who make the Japanese beer. Yeah. Yeah. I actually quite like an Asahi. We yep. normally have them at work. That seems to be the go-to. Work beers. Is that what you have to do to deal with your clients? Or no, it's just the drinks that they have on Friday. But oh. I've seen, I've been working from home every Friday, so now I've would you like to tell us why you've been working from home? Well, I've been working from home because I have now had a baby. Uh, and what was the birthing process like for you, seeing as you're the one who's had this baby, as you've just stated? Well, it, for me, it was really, really easy. I went to the hospital. Yep. They induced my wife. Yep. Um, I stayed around for a few hours, just stood there, sat on my phone, hung out. Then I went home, had a sleep, came back the next day, held my wife's hand, and there was a baby. So for me, it was really easy. 
That's like, look, honestly, you've made the process sound very appealing. Look, I've had more trouble, you know, trying to set up a new bank account. Yeah, it's so much easier to have a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Does Michaela listen to this podcast? Um, I hope so, but also I hope she skips over this episode because, but no, she did a fantastic job. Four hours. What I heard, all the nurses and all the midwives in the in the ward were like, that was incredibly quick well, that's what everyone's been saying because you know my my wife and your wife are friends and, yeah. and, uh, and Kirsten did say oh a four hour labor that's insanely quick mm-hmm. and you know with all the baby stuff that you and Michaela have been doing and all you know we haven't really been involved but we've heard about it we've been yeah. close by it just makes me realize how much I don't know about <laughs> babies I do not know shit if you put like me with a baby I'm not guaranteeing anything I don't I can't do jack shit and I, I could probably cha- I could probably figure out how to change it, but I'd probably use a lot of nappies in the process of learning. <laughs> Look, it it has been a process. Every I'm assuming I know it definitely has been for us. It's a learning curve. You can prepare as much as you want to prepare, but it's definitely been a learning curve. Considering the second night of our little girl's life, we were at home, and she was up until six a.m. screaming, crying nappy changes feeding before we even got her to sleep so that was the first night at home a second night of life and then it's been sort of ups and downs and then like during the day sometimes she sleeps a lot then at night she doesn't and like last night we got eight hours of sleep fantastic but then she won't sleep during the day so it it's literally learning you you throw everything out of the window almost and you focus in on what she wants and what they tell you is you just go through all the checklists of the things does she need to be fed? Does she need to be changed? Is she is she too warm? Is she too hot? Does she want to be held? It's pretty much just five or six things that you run through and you have to tick them off until you find the one that it is. Because obviously they can't speak. Oh, no, yeah. So if I'm honest, it has been an up and down ride. But as much as it has been the up and down ride, I wouldn't take that little that little face away for anything. I've seen you holding her and honestly, like you can see how much, how, yeah. how in love we are. It's... Uh, it is kind of incredible, but I've always imagined that um, the transition from the transition into fatherhood is a difficult one. And I'm not trying to diminish the woman's role here. Your wife carried the baby; she had sort of like the nine months of physically having that involvement, and yeah. and her involvement is going to be much more than yours yeah. in that period. Because she then, births, holds the baby, feeds the baby. Yeah. I'm back at work. Most days of the week, so she's with the baby. But yeah. I, I can't... My wife has done an absolutely amazing job oh. at, at everything that's come along the way. She's knocked it out of the park. But I think the thing... The, the point I'm trying to make is that for you... Um, for her, the transition into being a mother is something gradual over time. For you, yeah. it's that. Yeah. There is a baby. And now you have to do it. Change uh, can be easy and change can be hard. And yeah, you can prepare for it. But yeah. but having having gone from like one day... It was the two of you. Now it was the three, three of us. Of you. Oh, wow. that's that's such a big change, and look, I, I can imagine it, it's not an easy thing. I know I know this probably is going to sound like the shittiest comparison in the world. Uh, my fluffy boy just sitting over there, Teddy. Yeah, that oh, he he understands the term fluffy boy. That's why he's looking. Yeah. Um, what a cutie. I, I can rem- I can remember the f- the the first month we had him when we lived out in the western suburbs. There was a a park not far from us and I took yeah. him down to that park it was fully fenced off and there were no other dogs there so I let him have a bit of off lead time oh now he's coming over and um, yes we're talking about you yes we are this is Teddy for those listening if you can hear his collar he's a very good boy yeah. I remember I let him, I took him off leash and he was just running around for about an hour having a good time and I was like alright I've got things to do we need to get I need to call him back but he wouldn't come back and, you know, he hadn't had much training at this point. He was a one-year-old, but his first owners didn't really train him. Yeah. And I just remember getting so frustrated. And it's something that I'm extremely ashamed of now, but I do realize it was, I was frustrated. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I was, you know, first time being a dog parent. And I honestly had this moment of like, well, I'll just leave him at the dog park. If he doesn't want to come home with me, then I... Yeah. yeah. And I just had this moment of like, I'm going to leave him here. And like... Just as quickly as I had had that thought, it passed. I was like, no, I couldn't. I can't leave him here. So, uh, and I'm always glad, but I can imagine you've, you you might have had moments there already where you're just like, I'm done with this baby. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, there have definitely been some moments where it's just like, I can't. 
She is screaming. She is crying. I I physically cannot feed her. Yeah. Unless we give her a bottle. Your 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 useless decorative nipples yes. do nothing. No, my decorative nipples are very useless. So I have to pass her back to Michaela. And if she's sleeping, you got to wake her up. It's a team effort, you know. If she needs a rest, give me the baby. Let me go for a walk with her. Let me walk around mm-hmm. the house. Let me hold her. Let me go change her nappy. If she needs a bottle, I can try and feed her. Let's give it a whirl. Like it, it, it's that process of sharing and and caring. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. And look, um, literally, she, like your dog is a... sharing the love with me, sitting I, on my I'm lap, keeping you warm. Yeah, he's very warm. Yeah, I know. He's great in the winter, but awful in the summer. <laughs> he's like in the summer. It's like, dude, I love you, but please get the fuck off my lap. It's so hot. It's forty degrees, and you want to lay on me. Well, then again, he is wearing that fur coat the whole time, so I have. Yeah, you can't take that fur coat off, can you? No. Props to you, man, but uh, I, I think kids are a, a while away from me. I'm good right now with the fluffy boy. Yeah, and and that's all right. Everyone's everyone's different, but yeah, like I said before, wouldn't take the world. Wouldn't wouldn't trade her for the wouldn't world. Wouldn't yeah. trade her for the look, world. Um, look, I, I held her, and I got to say, I was actually a little bit worried because you know, we've been around for the the pregnancy, and uh, sort of thinking like, oh, you know, it's good to be so close to Jason and Michaela. You know, I looked fed your cat that one night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, what I was really worried about was, what if they have an ugly baby? Because, to be honest. Not every baby is cute, but you have a yeah. cute baby. Yeah, and so that's, it's okay. That's, that's great. I, I was just like so relieved when like we rocked up to your place and had that pizza. And it was like, yeah. oh, that is a cute baby. I'm so glad I don't have to go, oh, she's gorgeous. And like, I'm fucking lying. And I've no, got to grip my teeth here. Yeah. She's not pretty. Yeah, but, um, I did tell her, uh, I'm not sure if she'll remember this, but I did tell your daughter that like, if she ever needs to know some weird musical shit, that I'm the person to talk to. Yes, I did remember that. Actually, did I tell you about the, the strange thing that happened in the hospital the first time her nappy needed to be changed? No. So, <laughs> first time she needed her nappy officially changed, she had this incredible fart. And we're like, okay, so she's probably shit herself now. That's fine. We'll change the nappy. And my wife's like, I'll do it. I'm like, no, no, no. Let me do it. You know, I've got to learn. Given birth. You, You've it, given birth. You've done do all the hard. It's about do... time you did a thing. Right? That's right. Yeah. Let me do a thing. Yeah. So I went to change her. You know, un- undid her wrap and everything. Took un- took her clothes off. Took the nappy off. Wiped her, and it was all going well. And then just as I was about to start wiping and take the dirty nappy away. She started kicking her legs, throwing her arms around, then her foot ended up in the nappy, then there oh. was the poo over her foot, her leg, and then my wife's like, are you okay? I'm like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. And then it just got out of hand because she then started screaming, throwing her arms, kicking her legs more, and then it went downhill. I'm like ripping the nappy out underneath her, I'm wiping her, then she weed everywhere, and then my wife's like, do you need a hand? And I'm like, yes, I don't know what I'm doing, help, I just, if everything's going on, I'm holding a dirty nappy, and all sorts, and she's like, that's okay, I'm like, I'm going to call a nurse, we need some help, and she's like, no, no, you don't need to call the nurse. Now, I wasn't aware that the hospital we were in has just changed their assistance codes, so I pushed the button on the wall, which sent out an urgent assistant request... And three nurses came running in. Oh, you pushed so, the someone's dying button. Yeah. Almost, no, but the it, someone's dying button was above. I, I clicked the, the someone could die button. Oh. So I pressed the assistant button and it set an alarm off. They all came running in like, what's the matter? I'm like, I can't change a nappy. Help. And then the baby threw up. <laughs> and then five minutes went past and the nurse was like, it's fine. Babies do that, don't they? Babies do that. That was quite an intense story. I just realised how intense I no, got. No, that's, that, it's an entertaining story. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's but, my first nappy-changing experience. Now it's just like, it's just a habit. oh, you need a nappy changed? Not again. See, I don't, I don't actually... Rem- I know this is like, once again, I'm trying to equate owning a dog to having a baby. But I, I can remember like, you know, w- one of the first times I was at the dog park picking up his crap in a bag. And just one thought came across my own. It's like, you know, normally... I probably wouldn't be too keen to just pick up a bunch of shit in a plastic bag, but yeah. I'm fine with this. And I'm sure by now you're just like normal. Like prior to baby, if someone said, "Hey, would you mind like cleaning up some human shit?" You'd be like, "No." no. Now it's kind of like it's just your life. It, it, it is just my life. Like I can't change that, and and I'm fine with that. Well, I'm I'm glad you're fine with that. This has literally come towards what you've always said: the episode with the baby. Yes, look, we finally we finally have the one, the one with, with the, the baby. baby. And look, going back to the point of this whole podcast, the drink, it is forgettable. 
it is so forgettable that we talked about a baby for a good fifteen minutes. Um, yeah, it was and not about the drink. Look, I don't don't bother reading it. Uh, it's a it's a national. All of these drinks are national brands. None of them are small time brands. No, they don't necessarily need the airtime. Honestly. I went to a liquor land that was close to one of the schools I worked at uh, because I was like, oh shit, we're recording tonight. And these were the three things that I could find where I didn't have to buy a six pack. Yeah. And look, that's okay. That's the whole idea of this. This is drink discussion. We don't just pick out the same things each week. We pick something different. And Asahi, as much as I love your Japanese beer, this is... This one's not for me. It Uh, might be for people who like sparkling water and just want a little bit of alcohol, but... Not for me. Look, if you want to drink and not feel like you're drinking or pretend that you're not, if you've got a problem and you're trying to hide it, then maybe this is the way. If you want... But you shouldn't. You should deal with your problems. If you want to have a good tides... Oh, my God. No. Yeah. No, no. No. All right. Let's get on to the next one. So this is, um, I believe this is Smirnoff. Yeah, this is a Smirnoff Vodka Cruiser Spritz. Oh, here we go. Vodka with sparkling water. Now, you might notice there's another thing. Besides all the cans having a lot of white on them, this is Summerberry. So we had, um, what was this one? The first one was just like berry flavor, uh, berry flavored. This one is raspberry. raspberry. So this is Summerberry. Now, now, summer, that's an important word for you now, isn't it? It is. I very much like the summer. Oh my God. All right, that's got to stay. Now, for those of you listening at home, there is nothing there. There, uh, You know what chances are? Someone's just walking up to a house in my street and has like ever so delicately tread on my driveway. Um, Teddy's done that a few times before. We actually ignored him twice when our cars were broken into. Oh, dear. Like, should I be taking this seriously? Yes, but also we live in like a little bit of a nicer neighborhood now. And also we live in a court. People are... Crimes are actually the law in courts. Did you yeah. know that? No, I didn't know that. No, it, uh, I think it's probably because... less escape routes. Exactly, and you know there are some courts that have like you know the little walkway at the end. Yeah, this one does not. Wow. Yeah, you 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 get cornered at the end of the court, you're dying. Yeah, you're done for, mate. Yeah, no, me. You'll get nicked. Me and the neighbors I've never spoken to are gonna come and get you <laughs> for I don't know doing shitty things in our court with very limited parking space. <laughs> Look, so yeah, anyway, this next drink, Summerberry, uh, it's premium triple distilled vodka. Ooh. Yeah. So that that's more vodka per vodka. More vodka on vodka. Yep. All right. Shall I crack this one open? Crack it open for the fans. Oh my god. Ah, t- Can't ah, even open it. No. Come on. And that went everywhere. <laughs> yeah. This one isn't good. And I've just I accidentally Absolute, tasted it. I'm not gonna lie. That was the, the most small, flavor. The small drop on my hand was more flavour than we've had in the other two. Well that's and, and look, we're back to the cordial again. Yeah. But it's slightly darker. It, it is slightly like slightly darker, the slightest of slights. You know, when people say that it, you know, we just have to you know if you're having an operation we just have to make a slight cut they probably don't go we're going to do the slightest of slight cuts i had one operation once where the anesthetic didn't work ow yeah i kept saying like i'm feeling pain and the doctor was like no that's just pressure i'm like i know the fucking difference between pressure and pain are you sure though because you're not a doctor or are you mr pepper again uh, yeah i guess i'm i am not a doctor but look if I poked you in the arm with a finger, that's pressure. Mm. If I poke you in the arm with a fucking scalpel, do you think that's pressure? Or is that pain when the scalpel goes through the skin? Oh no, it depends. Are you singing under pressure? Oh my god. Worst Queen song? And also I never got the appeal of David Bowie. I like it. I, I quite like it as just a, a driving song. It's good. I, I really enjoy it. Actually, have you seen the, the movie about Freddie Mercury? No, but I have seen Queen live at Wembley Stadium like 70 times. Okay, well, that just throws my whole conversation out the window, so let's just move on oh, to yeah, the let, let, Shall we drink it and drink <laughs> it? That's the most flavour so far. That is 10 times better. Wow. Oh, my There God. is some flavour to this. There is, but it actually tastes like vodka too. Yeah, I, I, if I'm being honest... Good old cruisers. This, this flavour is not my favourite flavour, but it is... So far, and I think when we come and do the wrap-up at the end, this is going to be my favourite of the drinks. You know why? Because it actually has some fucking flavour. <laughs> <laughs> it 
You hear that? It's got fucking flavour. It's kind of like, imagine having like, you know, artisan crafted crackers that are unsalted and then having like a McDonald's burger. The McDonald's burger is going to have more flavour than like a cracker, no matter what. Just to top this off for you, this is also made by Asahi Beverages. So well done, Asahi, on turning this around on yourself. Actually, who made the first one? Was it Not Asahi? Asahi. Not Asahi. No, uh, so Asahi is giving us a real run for our money, our podcast. Yep. Our drink scussion. Drink scussion. Yes. Um, and they are doing a very good job. You know what? I actually took cruises to my uh, schoolies trip. Oh, yeah. I bought a slab of Strongbow Cider. And then I thought, I need a top up of something else. Why not buy a four-pack of Blue Cruises? Oh, yeah. Because that's what you do. Yeah, well, see, I didn't do schoolies. I didn't... You haven't done... No, but he... See, a friend of mine and I, we decided to learn how to handle alcohol at home so that when we started the next year of being adults, we would be, like, good at drinking. So we just got drunk at home. I threw that out the window, ended up in the ambulance tent with a pulse of 108. And I'm still alive. Once I got pretty wasted at a New Year's Eve party in upstate New York. It was the year that Gangnam Style was big. Oh, I love Gangnam Style. And Also doing... drink responsibly. Oh, yeah. But doing Gangnam Style, I got my heart rate to 210. Well. Yeah. Okay. That, that's... Yeah. All right. Well done. Thank you. I, uh, I don't... I do... Yeah, dab. We're yeah, dabbing. Absolutely. He's dabbing. I'm dabbing. Let's, I'm let's, dabbing. I'll, I'll give you a, an official dab. Like, Look, Could you imagine like, if I have a time machine... And I could go back to that moment. I would dab at myself. Like, hey, you got your heart rate to choose. I was drinking... Actually, I'm drinking a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Have you ever had Pabst Blue Ribbon? No. It's the American version of a beer that... Actually, I've got a surprise last drink. (gasps) You have a surprise last drink. I have a surprise fourth drink. I'm breaking the format. Episode four, breaking the format. Oh, fourth wall. Yes. Fourth wall, format, four drinks, four episodes. It's all fours. We're getting cubed up in this bitch. <laughs> that is a term I want to hear politicians use when they roll out something new. We're getting cubed in this bitch. As in like, hey, Australia, you're getting cubed because we can't let anyone in because we fucked up the COVID vaccine rollout. Yes, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Scott Morrison cubed us. I hope everyone's happy who voted in him because this is your fucking fault. Um, <laughs> but back to this drink. I don't know what summer berry is. Honestly, I think it's a made up artificial flavor. I could take it or leave it. I just like that it's there. I feel like this is because it's a very narrow, thin can. It's only 275 mils. But I sort of see this as the the drinks that you get when you're at a wedding as the drinks before you get to the dinner. They have these in the in the tubs of ice or at the bar. Yes, like in a reception area rather than your, you're not sitting. Yeah, you're not on the harder spirits and you're not on the actual wine. But it's the, it's the introduction to the evening. It's like, have something refreshing because... You know, even though at the start of this I said I hate sparkling water, this is it's still sparkling, but it's not as much as the other ones. I think it's got that higher alcohol content look, that just makes it taste that little bit better. And I, I think, look, I'm just going to... I'm not sure if this is the elephant in the room, but I'm going to call it that. I'm going to address the elephant in the room. Okay. All these drinks, I believe, based on how they are packaged, how they are canned, they've got the skinny can going, they list their calories, these are marketed to women because you know what? What's a better way to make money than exploiting women's body images by talking about calories on their alcohol? That's a very good point. You know, this has got like purple and like lighter pinkish hues on those little ribbons around the can. I Mind think... you, they're exploiting me because I'd buy that one. Well, <laughs> you're ripe for exploitation, my friend. Oh, I'm terrible. We go to the movies and we'll see the advertisements for the Navy and I'll, I'll tap Michaela on the shoulder and lean in and go... That looks like a good idea. Michaela's yeah. like, no, you're not joining the army or the navy. I'm like, yeah, but it looks good. And for those of you at home, Ivan Ethniage. What? You, you've never watched The Simpsons, have you? I've watched The Simpsons. Have you seen the episode where Bart's in a boy band? No. Ivan Ethniage. Everyone, Ivan Ethniage. Like and subscribe to Drink Discussion. <laughs> That's all I've got for you. Oh, look, I'm going to make you watch. I'm going to give you like one Simpsons episode as homework before the next one. Oh, homework. Because, because gonna... I'm a teacher, I can do that. I'm, I'm legally allowed to give you homework. Oh. And I can call your parents. Not that I've ever met them or know who they are. You can call one of them. Why? The other one's dead. Oh, snap. <laughs> um, no, uh, no uh, uh, I might have a hell phone. You don't know. <laughs> a hell phone. I really hope he's not in hell, but... Well, I mean, honestly, he I don't... He was baptised, that counts. Yeah, but what if the Greek gods are the right ones? What if he's in that, like, endless plane of boring for the people who would neither well, good Well, then I've got to go get baptised orthodox. 
No, but I'm talking about the Greek pantheon, not the Greek Orthodox Christianity. I'm talking about like oh. the one with Zeus. Oh, the good Greek one. Oh, I'm with. I'm in. I'm in. I was going to say I'm in bed with Zeus, but I'm not. I'd rather be I'm in sure bed with Athena. I'm sure sparks fly. Way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh dear. That's terrible. Look, uh, I think I, let's let's just do a quick wrap up on these three drinks before I get our surprise fourth. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. The vodka cruiser spritz, vodka with sparkling water. A light and refreshing taste, summer berry flavour. The premium triple distilled vodka. I got halfway through that and realised I was just going to read the whole thing. But anyway, the Vodka Cruiser Spritz, that's my favourite. That That is what I've enjoyed this evening. The gin one, nope. The Good Vibes one, or sorry, the Good Tides one, nope. Yeah, I, well, look, the, the first two were weak, cordial. The, second, the third one was... It's still cordial. Honestly, I, I think that I could I can mix a better drink than this. I like flavour, and these were all lacking flavour for me, but yes, I'm with you, drink number three is the one for me. Yeah. Um, I can see this at a party as like a slushy drink, you know, when people sometimes oh, yeah. get slushy machines for yeah. their birthdays. This is what goes in the machine. I, and I think the other thing is, you know, we're in the peak of winter right now, and these, I think, are probably much better summer drinks. Yeah. Surprise fourth drink. Surprise fourth drink. Alright, so here we go. This is the surprise fourth drink. Now, it's um, in your. It's, it's in it's, like the front pocket of my hoodie. Look, I'm going to get to it. I just want to do a preamble. Um, I, I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to dedicate this episode to someone. Okay. Um, I would like to dedicate this episode to my uh, late stepdad, Chris. It's been three years since he uh, left us, and I thought it would be a good opportunity to share one of his favorite drinks. I know my, my, I know that my mum is having one right now in her house. She's yep. currently quarantining because she had to come back from the Northern Territory. Ah. Look, uh, Chris is uh, very much missed, but he did enjoy this beer. Okay. This is one of his favorites. And look, I said this might be sad for more than one reason, and it's because uh, a bunch of people recently lost their jobs. We are going to be drinking a West End Draft. A West End Draft. A West End Draft. Look, we've just had weak as piss drinks. Let's have a strong drink. Now, Chris... Uh, was a, a a teacher. He was a he taught uh, PE. He was also a librarian. Very smart man. Um, very switched on. He liked to call this Hauzo's beer. Hauzo's beer. Oh, and look, here we honestly, go. Honestly, this is this is a beer. Chris that, is on it. This is a beer that uh, is made for the working man. Chris was always a great supporter of the working man and and people that supported workers. Yeah. Um, uh, and he was he was just a good guy. And the week he died was like the worst week for my family. Uh, you know how I've got that hand injury, which I'm going to be vague about, so we can talk about it later. Yeah. But um, that hand injury happened the week he died, and then later my mum was hit by a car. <laughs> oh my God, you just took all of it in one week. Didn't and, you? and also, while we were on the way to his funeral, uh, my wife's car, or actually she was my fiancé at the time, so my fiancé's car had a flat tyre and I couldn't help her change it because I had effectively one hand and the other in a cast. Oh my goodness. But it was about it. So here's what I'm going to do. I wonder if the microphone will pick this up. I'm going to hit that twist top and uh, we're going to split a West End draft. Now oh, that was nothing. It was nothing. But Twist tops are a little bit... Look, But me... that's okay. You did have it hidden by your sleeve. It's in the paw. Oh, I'm going to give you a bit of, bit of head. Uh, I'm, I really regret that phrase. You're going to give me some head. That's not going to be in the podcast this evening. That's for after the podcast. Oh, Ooh. Jesus. Um, Have you seen that uh, YouTube clip of Ooh, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> From Harry. I, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I don't need to see mm, Harry. Um, anyway, uh, look. Uh, I'm going to give you some couple of dedications. So here's to the uh, the the workers at um, the West End Brewery who are out of work. I hope they land on their feet. Um, uh, I hope the state government gets fucked in the next election for letting this happen to you. And here's to Chris, uh, a good man. Oh, my palate can almost not handle the amount of flavour this has. That is a lot more. You know what? I don't think I've ever had a West End. And I've genuinely wanted to try one for so long, and I've just never had a red tin. Well, the, uh, and it, this is the bottled. I got the bottle because I figured it would be a bit more to split. But look, yeah, it's. Uh, I feel like if you were going to say that there was a beer that was like a generic, like this is an example of pure beer. West yeah. End is that. It is. It is just beer. Carlton Draft had that slogan for a while. It was like Carlton Draft made from beer. Yeah, but the beer that it's made from is West End. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. I, I do have to agree with you on the, the fact that West End literally just goes 
this is what we are. This is what we're not making anything else. This no. is what we are making. But that's not to say that pe- the brewers out there making different things and trying different things. You keep doing that. By all means, go for your life. Well, but we just have to acknowledge the fact that West End, for over 150 years in South Australia... Up until just, 2021. Literally just went, this is what we're making, and you like it, we're not changing it. Well, I, I think of it this way. Fancy restaurants, they come and go. Some of them open, some of them close. But you know what always exists? Beer. I was actually going to say like a sausage and bread at Bunnings. Not for me, it doesn't know. Oh, yes, but that's that's your own personal failing. Well, uh, <laughs> Whoa. Sorry, no, no. You, 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 well, yeah. you have your sausage in Bunnings. You can just have the bread with tomato sauce. I'll have the bread with tomato sauce. But, and the onion. Don't forget the onion. Oh, onion's great, yeah. We both like onion. There Woo-hoo! we go. But look, for fancy stuff to be important, you have to have the regular. Yeah, And 100%. there's nothing wrong with the regular. No, there is not. It's just like a Cooper's beer. You know, just a standard... Beer. A Cooper's Pale Ale and a West End Draft, they are your they they are the standards for beer. Yep. Um anything below that is unacceptable as beer. Anything below that is a soft drink. Yeah. And again, you know, and if you're talking about anything above, that we that means you're just going into craft beers. You're trying things fancy. Trying things different, having an XPA or an IPA or yeah, any of those other ones. Quick side note, Cooper's XPA. I love a good one. I don't think I've had one, but we can try one on another episode. Yes, yes. It's um, quite good. But look, uh, Cooper's is good. West End is good. South Australia is heaps good. Even though this wasn't one of the official ones, it's not going to be in the Instagram photo. This is my favourite drink of the night. Yeah, this is, this is the this is the private session. Oh, yes. yes. Only subscribers get this part yeah. of the podcast. Although so everyone... if you are listening at this point, please go back and pay the $5 fee to get to this point. And also, if you know how to set up that, can you let us know? Because <laughs> we're not getting the money yet. <laughs> yeah. And we'd uh, like to know. Or, or you can just find us on the street. Just find us on the street. <laughs> give us a fiver. And then we'll say, thank you. Clearly, you listened to episode four when we started getting into the good stuff. Anyway, I think this is a good point to leave it and head into our outro music, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, for Drink Scussion, I've been Kieran. And I've been Jason. Thank you for listening. Have a good one.